you're listening to Mysteries Beyond. What mysteries lie beyond the reach of our senses? And who are you in this vast multiverse? Hello and welcome to Mysteries Beyond. I'm your host, Laura Lavender. Having looked through the male and female energies and having given examples in movies of the different archetypes, it got me thinking about Joseph Campbell and the hero's journey. All right, well, who is this Joseph Campbell and what is this hero's journey? Joseph Campbell was an American author, but he was mostly well known because he was one of the greatest mythologists in the 20th century. Okay, so you may be thinking, what's the big deal about myths? Aren't they just made-up stories? Well, yes, while there are some that are completely fictional, myths are actually stories that are based on tradition, and some actually have factual origins. And, well, myths are important because they were and are a way to pass down information and to teach us about morals and lessons. Through mythology, timeless truths are revealed to us about our desires, about our fears, our aspirations that are common between every single individual. And Joseph Campbell, who also shared some similar ideas with psychologist Carl Jung, noticed that all myths share a common pattern, and he coined it the myth of the hero's journey. He noticed that there was a formula in all literary works and wondered how such similarities could be between cultures separated by space and time. Joseph Campbell, like Carl Jung, came to the conclusion that Myths and figures emerge from the collective unconscious. The personal unconscious is everything that is forgotten and or repressed in one's own individual life. It's also every individual's life experience that cannot be consciously recalled. The collective unconscious, as defined per Carl Jung, is made up of a collection of knowledge and imagery even that every person is born with and shared by all human beings due to ancestral experience. All right, so what does all of that mean? Can you give us an example, please? (laughs) Well, one example would be the mother and child relationship. Nobody tells us exactly what a mother is, but when we're young, we all react in a certain way to a mothering figure. It's information within us that allows us to subconsciously react in this manner because of the collective unconscious. Other examples would be rituals, holidays even. How come nobody is questioning why we celebrate Christmas or why we celebrate Thanksgiving, Halloween, Valentine's Day, Easter, We all just go along with it. That's part of the collective unconscious. So because all myths and archetypes come from the collective unconscious, 
they all share those same common patterns. So from what I've learned, the hero's journey can be broken down various ways, but I'm going to stick to the traditional 12-step formula. And to help better explain the hero's journey, I'm going to use the movie Doctor Strange. I'm choosing this movie because this podcast is, after all, inspired heavily by this movie. The title of this podcast, Mysteries Beyond, and even the intro of this podcast, where I say what mysteries lie beyond the reach of our senses and who are you in this vast multiverse, is inspired by quotes from that movie. So with that being said, I hope mostly everybody has already seen Doctor Strange. If not, there may be some spoilers. So maybe go watch the movie first if you really want to watch it, and then come back to this episode. Or not. You could also stay here and listen to the episode, and if you haven't seen the movie, maybe you'll watch it with a different perspective. Alright, so within stories, there's usually the ordinary world and the special world. The ordinary world represents the conscious mind, and the special world represents the unconscious mind. So in the movie Doctor Strange, his ordinary world is that he is a really well-known and well-respected neurosurgeon. He's arrogant, and at the same time, you can't really blame him because he really is the best. He makes a lot of money, and you can tell by the watches he wears and the car that he drives. He made it to the top, but that's the problem. That's the end of the line. There's nothing else. And from what we can tell, he's, he's okay with that. But his life is stagnant. Something has to change. It's time. And life has a funny way of doing that, I've noticed. It will hint at you and give you opportunities to make those changes. And if you don't, it's almost like the universe says, okay, you don't want it the easy way? Let's do it the hard way then. And it pushes you towards where you need to be. And that's where we get the call to adventure, the next step in the hero's journey. With Doctor Strange, he gets into a car accident, which severely and permanently damages his hands, which means he can't be a neurosurgeon anymore. He undergoes many procedures, but no matter what he does, he can't be fixed. His physical therapist then tells him of a miracle about a man named Pangborn, who doctors deemed would never be able to walk again, but miraculously does so. And so, of course, Doctor Strange naturally sets off to find him. And that is the push and call to adventure. The next step in the hero's journey is the refusal of the call. This is where the hero is usually in denial, uh, either has some self-doubt or fears or is in disbelief that he has been chosen and called to this adventure. In the case of Doctor Strange, he ends up meeting Pangborn and he tells them to go to Comertage. That's where he'll find the cure that he's been looking for. Here is where he meets the Ancient One, who tells him he can cure himself through knowledge of magic and the mystical arts. Doctor Strange is then angered and outraged that they would lie to him 
and is in complete denial of this. He's refusing the call. Next is meeting the mentor, and this is where my absolute favorite scene in the movie Doctor Strange plays out. The Ancient One reveals herself and the powers that she holds. She shows Doctor Strange a glimpse of a few multiverses and forces that are out there that are not visible to the ordinary person, and shows him a glimpse of all the powers that he too can possess and everything else that there is to learn. And the next step in the hero's journey is crossing the threshold, in which of course Doctor Strange does when he accepts the fact that there are other dimensions and that magic really does exist. However, he is still in that mindset that he will leave after he fixes his hands. And these are the scenes where we see Doctor Strange training diligently under the Ancient One. Next on the hero's journey come the test, allies, and enemies. Although Doctor Strange is training extremely hard, he still can't seem to make and open a portal, which is supposed to be something basic in their training. He's still very much in his head and believes that the reason he cannot open a portal is because of his hands. So the Ancient One calls Master Hamir, who is missing a hand, and tells him to conjure up some magic sigils to demonstrate to Doctor Strange that it's not about his hands. And Doctor Strange just looks at him in amazement. So the Ancient One puts him to the test. She opens up a portal to Mount Everest and tells Doctor Strange to follow her. As they are freezing and admiring the beauty up there, she tells him that at this temperature, a person can last up to 30 minutes, but that he'll most likely go into shock within the first two. She tells him to surrender and leaves him there. She pushes his abilities by giving him the ultimate test, and Doctor Strange successfully passes. He is then able to open up a portal and return safely, which in turn gives him more strength and confidence in himself. The next step in the hero's journey is approaching the inner cave. This is where we see that our hero has survived his descent into that special world. He has adapted to and has learned his new environment. In the case of Doctor Strange, this is where Caecilius, the villain of the movie, has destroyed one of the three sanctums, but is stopped or delayed for the moment by Doctor Strange due to his teachings and trainings. Immediately after approaching the inner cave, which is where our hero understands and makes sense of things, comes the ordeal. And the ordeal is where a powerful secret about ourselves, or the hero, is discovered while enduring the journey. It's a moment of reflection, a pause, and or a rebirth. In Doctor Strange is when he's fighting against Caecilius, and one of Caecilius' followers attacks him and almost dies because of his wound. And when he realizes that the Ancient One is mortally wounded, she leaves him with one last piece of advice before dying. And Doctor Strange must now make his choice between settling for his miracle or continuing to help the others 
to save the world. And, well, you guessed it. He decides to stay and help save the world. So, in the hero's journey, after the ordeal, which is the death and rebirth, comes the reward. And what is the reward for Doctor Strange for deciding to stay and help save the world? Well, he becomes the new master of the arts. Next in this 12-step hero's journey is the road back home. This is where we try to make things right with the knowledge that we have gained. In the movie, this is where Doctor Strange fights Kaecilius, the villain, and his party, and tries to repair the damage that was caused by them. It's those parts in the movie, the climax in movies, where we're all rooting for the hero, and we're all like, come on, you can do it! But he looks like he's being defeated. Which brings us to the next step in the hero's journey, which is the resurrection, the atonement. Right? So this is their big moment to show us, to prove to us that he is the hero that he is meant to be and that we were all waiting for. In the movie, Doctor Strange realizes that he can't beat Kaecilius just by fighting with him. So there has to be another way. So because Doctor Strange has the Infinity Stone of Time, in order to prevent the world from being destroyed, he is going to trap them all into an infinite loop where he is always going to lose. He tells Dormammu, who is this dark entity who rules and or dwells in this dark dimension, that if he can't win, then he's going to lose every single time because he's going to trap them in this time loop. And of course, Dormammu doesn't like that, so he makes a bargain with him. If he leaves Earth alone, he'll let him go. Dormammu agrees, and he takes Kaecilius and his followers along with him. And so, Doctor Strange is now a hero. And the twelfth and last step of the hero's journey is the return with the elixir. And this is where our journey ends. And we now return home from the special world to our ordinary world with the reward and or knowledge, which results in now being recognized and or seen and or acknowledged for our achievements. In the case of Doctor Strange, he now understands the responsibility that he has and must bear and returns home to New York to be its sanctum's protector and leader. So the hero's journey I find important because it's a cycle of death and rebirth that connects us all throughout space and time. And yes, you'll find these 12 steps in every single mythology, in every single fictional piece of literature, and in every movie. You can test it out. Many have done examples with the movie Star Wars, with The Wizard of Oz, with Harry Potter, and you're welcome to test it out and apply it to any movie that you want. It's actually quite fun. But what's even more fascinating is when you apply it in your own life. Because these cycles are ongoing. Think of where you are now and what led you there. A good place to start that I've found when reflecting upon one's own life is if you've ever gone through your Saturn's return. 
If it's been three or more years since your Saturn's return, think about then and where you are now. Because Saturn is that planetary force that comes and checks up on you every 28 years or so and pushes you towards a new adventure, whether you like it or not. You can also break it down and think about it in seven-year increments. So think about where you are now and the last seven years. What big changes have you noticed within your life or have happened within your life? And how did you get there? Well, let me know what you thought about the episode, if you enjoyed it, or if you have any questions or if there are any comments or if you have any feedback, you guys are always welcome to reach me at lauralavender.mb at gmail.com and or you can friend me on Instagram at lauralavender.mb or TikTok, same handle, lauralavender.mb. Also, check out the website at www.mysteriesbeyond.com. I did add a link to the book, The Hero with a Thousand Faces by Joseph Campbell, which of course talks about the hero's journey and the archetypes, which we didn't go over, but let me know if you'd like me to do that. And guys, thank you so much for supporting the podcast and listening to Mysteries Beyond. I'm your host, Laura Lavender, and I'll see you guys next episode.